All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to uh, another episode of Essential Discussions. We are happy to be graced by uh, our dear sister, Carolyn Owala. Uh, most of you already know she is an um, accomplished teacher, trainer, coach, who has been uh, training teachers all over the world. And uh, since we had this discussion last week, uh, a few people uh, asked that maybe we should have a female representation. My wife was supposed to be here, but uh, last minute she got called, so she won't be joining us. Right now, I am just going to ask all of my panelists to introduce themselves, starting from uh, Carolyn Owala, Dr. Kamagi, Wallace Otiero, Ken, and then teacher Masai, and uh, it's not, I, I didn't mention your names by uh, how important you are. It's just the way my screen is arranged. So, Carol, it's your, it's your time. Thank you so much, uh, Phil, for having me. Um, I think it's important that as women, our voice should be heard. So, uh, you know, this is setting my gender. And I'm just so grateful for this opportunity. My name is Carol Owala. Um, I'm a mom of three amazing, handsome boys. And then I'm the wife to Dennis, Dennis Ucheng Nyameche. Um, and this is our 11th year in marriage. We just celebrated anniversary yesterday. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, glad to. You're muted. It's you now. Because I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> the power of a woman. <laughs> uh, it's me? Yes. yes. Uh, first of all, um, Caroline and, um, and Dennis, uh, happy anniversary, 11 years. It's, it's, it's a long time we need to uh, celebrate. So thank you so much for pulling through and uh, congratulations for the 11th year in your uh, marriage. We appreciate that, we love you guys. My name is Henry Kamagi. Um, um, most of you perhaps are, um, are familiar with me, uh, having grown up at the BFTC, Kisumu. And, um, um, and uh, that's where I learned a lot of Things when I look to the left of my screen, I see Uncle Otiano Juma, uh, one of the uh, people that um, uh, has been very, very fundamental uh, uh, in, in, in perhaps my upbringing and, and, and most of the things that um, I, I did achieve uh, in the church, uh, be it in instrumentalism, be it in you know, just general ways of life when we used to sit down and talk about Maisha US, when we never even knew we would make it over here one particular time. And so I'm glad to be um, one of the panelists. Thank you, Ken, for, for reaching out to ask me to be <clears throat> in this role. And I look forward to a very, very wonderful discussion. Um, other than that, um, I'm glad to be here. Uh, last week, I, I wasn't feeling very well during the panel discussion. And uh, uh, right now, I'm, I'm back to 100% normalcy. Wow. I look forward to a good, good moment of discussion. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
scan. Oh, I, oh, good morning, I everybody. I forgot to mention I'm a father. I'm a father of two and a husband of one. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> It's not funny, it's amazing. <laughs> All right. Wallace. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good evening. Uh, I'm Wallace. For those who don't know me, those who are watching like on live. And uh, what I'm going to say is that I'm not going to talk much. I'm going to do more of learning than talking because... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm radical, so I just, I'm gonna learn today. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Masai. Okay. Uh, I'm Stephen Masai. I reside in Kisumu. I love the Lord. Uh, I'm a teacher also by profession. And uh, a minister at Believers Fellowship Tabernacle Church. I'm glad to be here. And uh, Carol and Dennis, congratulations. I remember that day. <laughs> I remember that day very clearly, especially the rain part. Luckily, everything came up and then it was better. So I'm also married to my wife, which is a good thing to be married to your wife. She's one. And I'm a father of... Um, one, two, three, four, yeah, four. <laughs> Once they get beyond three, you have to count and to make sure. So, and I thank the Lord to be here. Thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to be a panelist here. Thank you. All right, thank you very much, everybody. I am just going to start right hey, away. Because I, haven't, I haven't said my name. My yeah. bad. <laughs> hey, this is MC Ken, what's up? <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Hey everyone, how are you? Yeah, okay. Yes, I'm happy to be here, and, and uh, I'm Ken William Juma, one of the best MC in the Kisumu city in Kenya. <laughs> church leader, BFTC Church. Uh, Mama Wilfrida Chunsom, uh, manager. I love to work with youth. I love to work with people, and I'm happy to see all of you here. You guys are welcome, and uh, remember that. I'm a father of four, Serena Love, Katrina Angel, Kenji Boy, and Tamika Bethany. And I only have one beautiful wife, Queen, the Queen of Queens, Lydia Williams. Thank you so much. Amazing. <laughs> All right, you have to excuse me, my brother Ken, because I had already given that order and if I with my screen the way it is, uh, my screen shows Pastor Masai as the last one. So once he spoke, I thought everybody had done it. Kamagi, you can you can tilt your your camera like this so we can see Arnold and uh, the young one if you want to. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know I, I don't know if the if the children's voices are coming from your microphone or oh. No. Oh. No. no. Okay. Right. So. I think so. Okay. No. no. So let me start. Last week, everybody showed up with a lot of notes. 
and everybody went home with a lot of notes. Today, I want, <laughs> I want everybody to, uh, you know, share a little bit, and I'm going to start with you, uh, Carolyn. I want you to share, having uh, celebrated your 11th anniversary not too long ago, congratulations to you and Dennis. I want you to tell us what other things or the tools that you, you have been using that you employ every day in your marriage to keep it uh, relevant and to keep it alive. Thank you so much, Phil. So, um, you know, when we talk about the topic of marriage, this is a very difficult conversation, as you'll all agree. Um, it's not yeah. a conversation that all of us want to have, you know. Mm -hmm. Marriages are difficult. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't lie, marriages struggle sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, um, sometimes, you know, I think what people need to hear is the fact that you know, we, you might be in love with someone, you might um, have the perfect family, but at some point your marriage will struggle. And I think most young couples need to hear that from us. So marriage is struggle. And then um, I, I would also say, um, those are birds from my, I have some birds making a lot of noise. I hope, you know, they won't interrupt. So uh, like I was saying, um, the other thing is, as men and women, so in men, kwa men, you have your boys' groups. Kwa we women, we have our girls' group. And we can talk a lot about what marriages should look like. What a good, you, you know, on the women's side, we can talk about what a good husband should look like, what they should do to us, you know. But I think right now, because we are talking in uh, um, the context, our moral, uh, compass is the Bible. What does the Bible say about what a marriage should look like? You know, what does the Bible say about what the husband should do? What does the Bible say about the wife? In the, in, in the Bible, um, and I think this is something that I've been told since I was a young girl, you know, you need to be, um, uh, you know, um, what is it? 35, let me see, uh, Proverbs 31st woman. <laughs> yeah. Who is a Proverbs 31st woman? You know, you wake up early, uh, you cook food for your family, you clothe your husband, you make sure that the house is okay, right? Yeah. And you know, on the other side, you know, I've, I've had conversation where, you know, men say, you know, and the man is just supposed to, you know, clothe in the, uh, the shirt or, you know, whatever it is that the husband has. Uh, the wife has made and go to the gate. The Bible only instructs the man to go to the gate and do some moshene, you know. But the Bible is also <laughs> very clear <laughs> about the husband, you know. So who, what does the husband, you know, a godly husband, I'm not just talking about any husband, you know. Mm -hmm. the, Bible, the Bible is very clear about what the husband should do, a godly husband or a biblical husband should do. I think for me, having read my Bible, as a husband, you're supposed to lead. You're the leader of that family. You know, Atta Tukisema feminism and all that, the Bible clearly instructs the husband to lead. 
you're also supposed to love, right? And in the mm. Bible, I think it's more than, if it's not four times, it's more than four times. We've been told, as, has, as husbands have been told to love their, you know, their, 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 their wives. No, 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 I don't think God repeats it to the women as much as he repeats it to the men. Because I think God, as our father, knows that as women, we get it. We get what this love looks like, you know. <laughs> so love, lead, lead, love protect and provide that's a biblical husband your mandate is to lead love protect and provide for your family so that's thank our I'll begin thank you so much pastor masai for yes. better or for worse is this a relevant subject in this general for for this generation Yes, thank you so much. It is a very relevant subject to all generations from the very first time that marriage was set and instituted by God. It is something that has been relevant. But now to our current generation, it is even more relevant to discuss, to talk openly about it because we have uh, people who have their own ideas about what marriage is. They have, we have, we also have, allow me to say for lack of a better word, we have perverse kinds of marriages that are going on. And uh, according to the standard of the Bible, as our sister Carol has said, and thank you so much, Carol, for having pointed out what the roles of a man is in a marriage and the role of a woman in a marriage. So for better for words is a very relevant subject that will actually help for me, for, for my part. I would want it to be something in our discussion, something that would be able to bring the people to the mind that marriage is not evil, marriage is not bad. It might be a struggle, but life is a struggle. And as for better for worse, it is not, as I said last week, it is not an end thing, it is a beginning thing. So we look at it as living life. For example, when you're, when you're living life each and every day, we do not talk about death. We do not concentrate on the death, but we concentrate on the life. So even in, in marriage, we should concentrate on the better part than the worst part. Mm -hmm. The worst part, if it comes, God will uh, help us cross that bridge. Okay. Yep. Dr. Kamagi, do you have something to add to that? For better or for worse, is this something that we should stick with right now in our generation? Don't bring personal experiences. You and I, we are special in this group, okay? <laughs> well, I think the subject is relevant. Um, <clears throat> uh, even though you say we don't, we shouldn't bring personal experience, even those experiences. I'm yeah. sure given a chance, we'd have, wanted, we'd have wanted to, <laughs> to, to, to pull it through the better or the, for worse scenario yes but things don't always take um you know a, a definite path and that's why perhaps we are in the circumstances we are in but i do think that the subject is relevant <clears throat> we are living at a time when we have a lot of influence and a lot of um uh, uh, negative um darts against the family uh, unit yep. and um and um uh, these things have to be openly discussed if at all we want the family unit to be strong. The church can only be strong uh, just as the family is. That's true. Um, uh, and the devil works overtime to make sure because he knows that 
simple fundamental fact. He goes on overdrive to make sure that the family unit is, is, is in this array. And <clears throat> we as the children of God have a mandate to try to enlighten ourselves and enlighten others on the value uh, of marriage. And I think, so I, back to your point, I truly believe this is a very, very relevant subject in our time today. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to put much of my input, but I thank you so much for bringing that um, uh, aspect of the family because uh, somebody who is a pseudo sociologist I just fell in love with sociology and I studied so much. I thought that I was now a sociologist. One thing that I've always, um, I've come to learn is that um, the family is the foundation of the society. We need families and uh, until, unless you are, you have lived uh, here for long enough to see how the lack of a father in the family is destroying mm -hmm. our society. Right. Not only in Rochester, but the entire United States. United States, right. So I'm going to talk to Carolyn. Carolyn, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I, 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 it's not an attack, Nitaku. I'm going to utilize your presence here so much. And I'm going to ask you, and then Ken can uh, pick it after you. I, I, Ken usually have this thing on Facebook, on uh, Instagram, on uh, anywhere, any social media. Um, oh, Lydia, my queen, queen of queens, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Carolyn, <laughs> as, as a woman, do you think that us men, we need to do this thing? And what effect does it have? Is it is it embarrassing to women or is it uplifting or... Let me leave it there. Tell me whatever you want to say. Good question, Philemon. Thank uh -huh. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what works for Ken uh, doesn't Ken and Lydia. So, when Ken calls Lydia Queen, maybe that is Lydia's love language. That is what Lydia loves. That wouldn't necessarily work for me and Dennis, or sometimes. Might, but I know um, as a woman, I'll speak for myself, I'm not speaking for every woman. You know. <laughs> as a woman, um, that public, um, you know, a public show of love, you know, where, you know, like yesterday, my husband went to Facebook and said, my sweetheart, you know, you know, I'm very lucky to have you, all those, you know, they make a big difference, you know. As women, we women we want to be appreciated. We want to be acknowledged. But the question is how? How do you do it? You have to do it in a way that you know. I, I'll go back to what I've said about love love language. You have to understand your you know significant others' love language. So for Ken, it's calling Lydia Cordio, and you know you got it. Uh, my queen. Mm -hmm. You know. For me, it's something else. So there's nothing wrong with that as long as you know we we have an understanding. You understand what my love language is, um, and you know the other person also understand uh, what the other person's language, love language is. So, yeah. 
Jonah. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Phil, eh? and thank you, everyone. I just want to say, for me, I'm not using the love language to Lydia, like Queen. My love language to Lydia is cordial. It's something sweet. Nani eh? me for a long, long time. It's not that something which I just started today. You know, me and Lydia, our story is long. If Nikela Kusema, this story here, tutachukua two to three hours, maybe ama one day. But Nikita, uh, Lydia, Queen, I, I understand what I, what I'm saying because Lydia and I, the story here today is better for worse, uh -huh. for better, for worse. And Lydia and I, since we are many for worse and better, from worse to better. Me, me I'm, I'm into better for worse. I'm, I'm supporting for better for worse in marriages, 100%. Because me and Lydia Tulijuana Titambo when we were high school, in fact, primary, Tukimaliza, class eight to India high school. And we have been together for a long time to Mejuana, to Meomba Church Moja, Sunday School Moja, Chule Moja, to Mecheza games together, eh, Tati, Bana, Izo games is to Mecheza for Moja. Now, up on the Lavier to Lianza, our love started there. Now, to grow up, I, uh, when I was 19, around 20, to look deep in love. Now, but God had to bless now a baby. Let me just say that. Eh? Now, God had to bless. We were like, I was 100% and in December, I'll take care of my baby. That's Serena love. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people didn't support us. A lot of people didn't support us. But I thank God for my wife, Lydia. I didn't have anything. I didn't have what. Because of you. I'll stay for you. I'll keep the baby. Guess what, guys? We are still together. More than 15 years in marriage and almost 18 years together to Tijuana, 18 to 20. And I'm still young. I'm 36, and I'm proud to say that. That's mm -hmm. what I'm saying, from worse to better. Now, if my wife, Alikubali, kunichukua, na ile vile nilikuwa sina kichoyote, na support, I'll be there for you, Ken without anything. That's why I always call my wife queen, queen of queens. That's my queen. And I always say queen of queens. Thank you so much. Wow. I don't know what to say. I'm a little bit emotional now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How could it? That, that pronunciation I just made an altar call, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I don't know what to say there. I don't know what language in a potato, Sasa. Can gosh. I say something? Sure, yeah. sure. And, you know, uh, what Ken has said makes a lot of sense. But pia nataka kusema, let's, kuna kwangana something that I've noted, there's a lot of social pressure. So, you know, Ken says today, you're my queen of queens, you know, you're my code. Mm? They know, they've agreed that that is their language, love language. What I see mm. happening sometimes, ni, if, you know, you see that, you know, as a woman or as a man, you know, it's not mm -hmm. just Ken who is, you know, speaking the love language, I'm showing publicly that, you know, Lydia is, is queen. 
kuna men, both men and women do it. I think the problem comes when I see that and then I expect Dennis or you know someone sees that and then expects a hundred percent that is what my husband is supposed to do for me. Uh, different people have different ways of showing love. That's true. Some men, and I will, I will talk about my husband. I know Devnis loves me so much, but he wouldn't, you know, shout to the world every day. <laughs> you know, and I have to respect that. I have to, you know, um, we have to do something that works for us. Mm -hmm. And that, it, it also goes back to, you know, for better or worse. For better or worse, you know, in a, in a manisha, we will understand that what works for Ken and Lydia, what works for Josephine and Phil, what works for, you know, Chicha Masai, what works for Henry, wouldn't mm. necessarily work for us, you know. So That's let's try true. to find who we are and then find something that works for us in our own home. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Go ahead, teacher Masai. Yeah, just zeroing in on that part of social pressure. Like to me, we have different languages. I wake up every morning with a new name for my queen. So it's, <laughs> uh, and sometimes there is no name. And you mm -hmm. see, I also understand her part. Like uh, she's not the one that you can put out there on social media each and every day. She will tell you, stop man, I don't want this. Mm -hmm. so we have our own way to do things, but people will see what Ken does. We understand Ken, people understand me, people understand Phil and all of us and Dennis and everyone. People would see on social media, especially on social media, you find that people do not understand. They will think that I need my husband to do this to me. As a wife, you have to understand your husband. And as a husband, you need to understand your wife. So when we understand one another, we don't need to copy paste someone's lifestyle or someone's approach to love or approach to care and copy paste it in your own marriage. It won't work. That is what I've learned for the last 17 years we've been together. You can't copy paste. You just have to work out your own in your own way. The Bible says, leave your father's house and leave your mother's house and the two of you shall become one. So leaving your father's house and leaving your mother's house means actually you leave the culture of your father's house. You come to create your own culture as a, as a man and a woman before the children come. So when the children come, they enter into that very culture. But as they grow, they will leave our culture and create their own culture. So what are we saying? Let it be for better for us. Live with that woman. Learn her. Learn that husband. Live together and make it beautiful. Yeah. I have a question, Phil. <clears throat> Phil, can you hear me? I muted. Yes. Hello. Go ahead. I mean, uh, and the comments, but Nikama only comments, Nilisema, I have a question. So that's why I'm here. Okay. Like I said, I was going to do more of learning than, you know, contributing because I see there's a lot of things I have to learn. Every time we talk about for better, for worse, to me, that's my opinion. Me, one I subject Natogaga from where it's supposed to be, and I somewhere different. Like we take it from essential discussion to Nairudishaga Kwakanisa, and it's like we are addressing the church and people in church. But let me find a kitumzuri, which we did the other time to share on Facebook. And the one thing I'd just like to bring to our attention that Kunawatu on Facebook, 
that would be watching that are not even Christians in the first place. They would, be, they would even be non-believers and they're struggling with for better for us. And Ken ameleta kitu mzuri na nika not point up on that. So I really wanted that. question out of that because he said Vilo Alianza na leader the way hakuwa na kazi and all this. But do you guys think this for better for, for us to go now in different forms whereby kuna for better for us whereby I don't have anything, you know? It's worse, I'm struggling, you know? And then later on, I have things in life that can really sustain me and we can live happily. You may talk from worse to better. Oh, for better, for worse, whereby I have everything and I'm living good. And then I lose everything, not to narudi to nothing. That is also for better, for worse. They could for better, for worse, whereby to Moana, we've started living and we are in love and everything, you know. And then I could jaga emotional worse now, whereby Unapata maybe Nimekuja kupata that my partner. I'm a Mimi, Niko Nashida, whereby Nime change from the person that I used to be. And now I'm so different because we have men who are coming. I mean, wakianza vizuri they're good. Then wananza kuishin na manamke, then they, they become very violent. Na kuna wanawake pia, very humble mkianza. Then the moment ananza kuishi, ananza kuonesha the true colors, or maybe, you know, people change with time. That is also for better for us. So I was just asking that when we're looking at this, should we also include whereby, like to see narrow into just, you know, the part of it, Kwamba now things are working for us and for better. Because sometimes for some of better for us and Africa malware by now it's even more worse than you cannot really sustain it. And they're going through for better for us. And we're telling them to stay put, then to So that was my point. I mean, if you get my question, is this for better for us? In a far like to awaken in everything that is financial, emotional. No, no, and also religious because kuna people when ukimoa, they're very good in the Lord. The moment Nanza Kuishi, this guy is not what you thought they were. Mm -hmm. And then now Tambia Waombe just continue kuana umutu. And then when you know no, as a Christian woman, I'm a Christian man, there's no way Utaka with you know a devil co-worker mtu mwenye like, you know, he's not into you know the things of God. You should move out. So to Napataga is advices come as could I just interject yeah. there? Sure. Yeah, you see, as uh, and I thank Wallace so much because he has brought actually the three perspectives of living come what may. He has brought about the eternal perspective that is very important in anyone. You may not be born again. You may not be a Christian, you may be a Muslim. You may be a culturalist, but there is that eternal perspective that we must hold dear in our hearts. Before you come together, you have to look at that. There is the economical perspective. And I actually... I've never in my life advised people to look at finances in their family. I advise them to look at the economics in their family because when you look at finances, you look at what has already come. But when you look at economics, you look at what is and what may come in the future. So the economic perspective, and we also have the emotional perspective. When we say for better, for worse, we're not talking about situations that are simple. They're very difficult, very complex. And those ones who are listening to us on Facebook, whether you're born again or you're not, you're not a Christian, you're a Muslim, marriage is marriage. And before marriage is, becomes, there, there is, you cannot call this marriage Christian. You, you say these two people are getting married, then you say this is Christian. Christian is the aspect of your living out your salvation or your Muslim or anything. But in all these, we have to make sure that we work out our marriages come what may. So for better for worse is just come what may. Let us try to understand. But this also doesn't mean that you stay in that marriage until you die. 
You don't stay there until you die. When the aspect of uh, uh, domestic violence comes in, the beating and the physical violence, and sometimes even the emotional violence becomes too much, I think you have to find a time to break so you, 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 you just stay apart. You separate, we call it separation before the ultimate divorce. I know some of us here must have uh, uh, divorced and uh, we thank God that you're here because your experiences will actually help us uh, uh, as we continue with the discussion. But we have to know that when it comes to physical violence, emotional violence and demeaning and all, we can encourage separation so that these people may come to their senses, which is not 100%, uh, is not 100%, depending with people's personalities and even their own expectations in life. So for better for us is for each and every person, come what may, as you begin the marriage, you don't begin with the end in mind, you begin with the love and life in mind. Thank you. I, I, I think I'll interject. Um, okay. I'll blend a little bit, i blend my answer to uh, a little bit of what teacher Masaya has said and a little bit of what Caroline uh, did mention during her opening remarks. Caroline said that marriage is work. Now, the Bible, and I don't want to give it the, the, the angle of the Bible the entire time, but the Bible tells us, work your salvation with fear and trouble. Now, there are things that are work working for. In the same manner, I believe marriage has to be worked. Mm -hmm. There is never a particular formula. Uh, there's never a particular template. Just like Masai said, there is no copy paste. Whatever works for him might not necessarily work for Philemon. I'm a divorced man and I got remarried. Now, one thing that when I was going through the process of divorce, um, uh, I remember sitting down with Philemon one particular time, and let me just use Phil for example, because I discussed these uh, um, very intricate things with, with, with him. And the one particular time that I went to him and I was a little bit so, so broken, and this is what he told me. Part of what I was telling him was, man, you know, I don't know what people are going to say, maybe name Crystal, and he told me, listen, Henry, he said, he said, what you don't understand is there is a line. I still will remember that thing. I don't know whether Philemon remembers this. He said, there is a line in your head. Anybody closest, you know, this is it. It doesn't matter what believers think. It doesn't matter what parents think. You know it. It might not be the same line for Phil. It might not be the same line Quakem but you know this one is the point of no return for you. And to me, I think it starts from the aspect of emotional drain. I think if it reaches the point where whatever relationship you have is starting to have an emotional toil on you, people do crazy things when they become emotionally overwhelmed. Philemon said he's studied quite a bit of sociology, and I appreciate that. And he will agree with me that part of the reason why people do crazy things, it starts from an individual thinking disenfranchised. He doesn't have anybody he can open up to. He doesn't have anywhere he can turn to. He doesn't have a support network. And what happens 
these things start having an emotional toll on them. It reaches a point they are so full of all these happenings in life that they can't bottle them all within. What happens is like a volcano, things start erupting up. That's when you see somebody that was a tongue-talking believer in church turns around and starts becoming a total wife beater and justifies it. Why? These things are now an eruption of what is happening within him. So what I'll say, and these cuts across board, be it Christians or non-Christians, rich, poor, it doesn't matter. There are rich people that wish their money will hold their marriages together, but nope, it doesn't happen. Just this week, there is a very famous man of God. We guys grew up knowing him. I, if I mention the name, you'll probably know who I'm talking about. And, 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 and a couple of times he came and picked me and Ken and David to go play music during youth, youth, the youth, youth, youth sessions. At, at, at redeemed. This week, I saw the man crying on Facebook because his marriage has fallen apart somewhere in South Africa. So nobody, nobody is exempt from some of these emotional talks. And he said he bottled this in for five years before things fell apart. Before things fell apart. So when a relationship starts taking an emotional toll, Maybe that's the, the point where people need to step back and say, whoa, I need to do something. I need to do something. Because then when they erupt, he starts being a risk to himself. The people who, you know, who commit suicide, he starts being a risk to society. And that includes his wife and children and the people that know him. So uh, I think uh, Wallace's concern was about, you know, let's open this up and not just give it that Christian perspective. And I think mm -hmm. um, uh, to me, it boils down to what is your emotional red tape? Where is it that you start feeling like your emotions are starting to take a toll? Because that's the point where you are going to be harming yourself. You're going to harm people around you. Thank you. To just uh, to add something, Henry, you know, a lot of people don't have mentors eh? uh, in marriages. People are just going there. Like for me and Lydia. But uh, they depend to advise people, young people and old people, when you go to marriages, marriage life, please find a mentor advices, what can I do? But a lot of people nowadays in our young age here, like you mean I'm, I'm working with a lot of youths. They just do it alone. They don't ask for advices. They don't seek for advices. But what I can advise, please, if you find people who can help you in marriage, in your hard times, and good times. Remember a lot of people always go for mentorship for bad times. Mm. When they have good times, says, honey, honey, let's do this, let's buy this, or they don't care about people. But whenever they go through hard times, hardship, they're not in love again, there's a lot of things, uh, war in the house. Now another could seek advices. 
alafu wanapata bad advices thank you so much mm that's very right i think I'll, i'll i'll just rejoin the conversation from where ken has left um when i was uh, starting this conversation one of the things that i said was so i'll give an example um you know when we started you know living as a family me and dennis we really struggled in our marriage and i think for me um that's where it begins when you know young people and people who are married need to hear that at some point marriages struggle yeah. and I, i i just remember you know when um, i was i was wondering okay so how do i do this because it also goes back to how we are prepared you mm. know as a woman when you're getting into marriage what are you told and i was given so many advices you're told you need to learn how to cook you need to be a homemaker you need to know how to entertain your man so that other entertainers out there you know <laughs> don't stand a chance you need blah 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 you know and then you know just i got a lot of advices as a woman and you know just before the, my marriage but even as a young girl there are messages you know that i had you know growing up you need I'm, i'm a very outspoken you know and i have no apology i have a very outspoken woman you know i'm the first born in my family i think you know i have every right to speak my mind but as a young girl i was always told you know you'll never get married because no man will tolerate abcd you know <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that are, you know dennis and i have been talking about is who is advising the men and when i talk when i say this i'm not saying that the men are a problem i'm just saying the advices that women are getting if you know let's go back to the biblical aspect this man is supposed to be the leader mm-hmm. he's supposed to be the you know the breadwinner he's supposed he has a big responsibility you know then i think uh the focus should also be on the man and what it takes to lead this family what it takes to provide for this family for me i always think you know kuna a lot of you know the assumption is if we prepare this woman to be the best homemaker to be the best cook 100% mm. this home is going to be happy and now more than ever you know we are proving every day that this is not enough to keep you know to run a home you know mm. right so um i think men like women mumeona these jokes are how to please a man <laughs> we should have more conversations you know if we want this family this marriage we should have more conversations with our men because they have a bigger responsibility you know they have a bigger responsibility and then the other thing is we also need to unpack these for better or worse so when we say for better or worse what exactly are we talking about for me worse doesn't mean you sit down there and wait for someone to abuse you you know worse for me means my husband might lack sometimes my husband might not be the biblical because we are mortal in as much as to kona hiyo biblical standards that are put for us we are still mm. you know 
we are still men, we are still mortal, we'll still make mistakes. So sometimes my, ma my man might not live up to those standards, just like, mm -hmm. you know, at a meaning, sometimes I don't live to those standards. So I need to understand that my husband is a human being and sometimes an a fall short of that glory, you know, that is provided. Worse doesn't mean um, you, you know, you sit down there and wait for both men and women, because I also know men who are being abused inside their own homes. You know, when I say abuse, nasema physical, spiritual, emotional, and everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's some time back when you know I sat. My mother-in-law is one wise woman, so I normally one angojia you know conversations in tunakwanga nazo kwagari, and she said that the advice says that they've begun giving to marriage couple. It may change over time. Yeah. Same as it may change. Kitambo and Henry, I think you gave this example last week. You know, Kitambo, it was like, so to say, me, um, my marriage hasn't worked. I'm maybe in Mekosana and Dennis. I ran back to our home. What, what do, what will you be told? To Ambiwa, go back to your husband. Rudy Uko, we, you have no place. Once you've decided to be out of this family. You know, go back there. But my, my, my mom-in-law said, that has changed. Even in the church, pray for your husband. You know, they are cheating. Your, your wife is cheating. Pray for them. So over time, those kind of advices, you know, we've seen women who are being killed inside their mm -hmm. own homes. We've seen men who are being battered. So some advices may change to now where they tell you know the married couple, ukiona ningumu, you know, separate, you know, take some time yeah. away from each other, take a break, you know. And I think for mm -hmm. me, this is something that we need to tell our both our boys and girls. So to kisema for better and worse, what exactly do we mean by worse? Na better. Now, if it doesn't work, it's okay. It's okay to take a break. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, you know, as Africans, as a Kenyan woman, I think to make what to struggle now, son. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you wow. so much, Carol. Ome, Ome Fanya, that is great. Unpacking that uh, for better or worse. To me, I usually take it like this. There are moments where you look at your wife as a man. I look at my wife and I see the most beautiful, most loving person and I'm proud that I asked this woman to marry me those are to me that's for for better and then there's those days that I look at her and uh, things that run through my mind mind to go lokanye you know those those unloving moments I, I'm telling you I, I mean yeah, man, man it's true. listen <laughs> Women, I, man, I, I'm so sad that we only have Carol here. I wish we had a couple more women with us. But for you, men, I know. Don't, don't confess it. I'm going to confess for you. There are some times that <laughs> I find my wife staring at me and I'm like, I think she is thinking of divorce because she is just wondering why, why did I even say yes to this <laughs> ugly man? You know, I'm telling you, <laughs> those are the moments where we go, how do we, 
how do we uh, learn or relearn to love this woman? How do we relearn to love this man? Because we are not perfect. Masai started by saying about two cultures. You're coming from your parents' culture. She's coming from her parents' culture. And you have to merge these two and make it work. That is one of the hardest things to do. That is one of the hardest things to do. I love who. I'm not going to uh, lessen the longevity of uh, Ken's marriage, but there is that thing if you meet a girl while you're still in primary school, you learn each other, you know her good side, her bad side. It's completely different than when you meet each other in your late 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s. Because in your 50s. In your 50s. So when you guys met there, all she knew was to depend on her parents. And then you guys found a way to depend on each other. You were depending on your dad. She was depending True. on her dad. But it, when you come to a point where the woman is already in college, you're in college, you're working your way out, it is very hard for you to come and find that common ground and it is a work in progress. It will never be perfected. You have to keep working on it. So you don't say that uh, um, this woman does not listen to me or this man does not change or is not capable of changing. It is something that you have to understand where that man is coming from. What kind of trauma do I bring or uh, past experiences do I bring to this marriage and how can I accept it you know how can i accept those flaws because you're taking the good and the bad the good the bad and the ugly work with it i'm a come see if you um when uh wallace was uh, asking his question today uh, earlier what was going through my mind is that first of all we have to make sure that this since this is on our believers fellowship tabernacle church we have to make sure the foundation is in christ you know, it has to be built in Christ. I know there are people out there who are not saved. There are people who, who don't know Christ. Uh, one thing that I will tell them, before you come to where we are, your first step is to accept Christ, accept his teaching, and then start living based on the Bible. Whoever want to take off. Kidogo, uh, I just want to add something here. You know, uh, there's a lot of uh, family going through a lot of trauma because of uh, when they were dating, they were, I would call your love period. They were so loving, when I make jokes, they watch movie together, they go out, they have lunch together. I love what you want, what you want, what you want, what you want, the time in you are ready to war. I wanna love language anymore. Kuna you don't cheat. Wanna cheat patana, too friendly. And then what you together, unapata you can there, both kwa ladies pia wanyina wanafujaka na ukali mingi wakwa kali ata wana yu upendo tena mimi hiyo kitunza kusema kama ni mimi mimi kama ten natoka mbio buda mbio sirudi nyuma 
<laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Could I, could I, <clears throat> could I, could I get to um, Karalis about the kind of advice that we get? Uh, and she did mention uh, the kind of counseling that uh, Pastor Betty uh, says they give the, 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 the couples uh, in our time right now. It's very fundamentally different from what they used to advise um, uh, those that were getting married in the early days. And, and that is true. Uh, we're living at a time and things like infidelity. Kitambo, they could easily tell you to go work your marriage amidst that and have the guy just say, you know, I'm going to change. But we are living at times at a time where Kitukama infidelity is not only a moral issue, it's a life and death thing. You know? Uh, yeah. So you can't advise, and I totally agree with the perspective of Pastor Betty on this, you can't be carrying over the nature of advice that people used to be given in marriages a long time ago and make it relevant in our times. But the other thing that I think we also have to understand, and Philemon touched a little bit on it, was the kind of dynamics of issues that men go through in marriage are very different. And if you open the head of a man in a marriage, you'll be surprised. And I'm talking as, as a man. They're never the big thing, they're never the big things that will pay a man off in marriage. <laughs> you'll wake up in Angalia, you're like, okay, okay. You you're you couldn't. There's, you are sure there's nothing you could do to it just to make it look a little better. Things that are so small like that will piss somebody up. Then you come and sit down and go, you know? So it doesn't really mean who could but circumstances are changing in a way that, in a, in a, in a, in a kustua, to, to use Ken's language, in a kupeleka stelegiru nasema, hey, man. Everything is everywhere. Sanduku you're like, okay, Tulitoka Kisumu Juzi. I'm a last week. Why is it that this suitcase body could a good killer kit You can't just unpack your own stuff. Nani you know, small things like that. <laughs> but then when I do my organized closet, most men. Normally, you can put it in a heap like that. The part of your coat, you can put it on the floor. The part of the But for ladies, on the other hand, Kara will easily come up with your pink top, you can put home and you can put it in your closet. So easy. And I said, I'll do it in the course of the week. One week ends up being three. Unangalio something like Bana. It's like that closet just passed through a wall. And small things like that. And you who pays off <laughs> men. And then when we sit down with the fellow man, yeah, Tom, you know, Kenali you know, mentors. How, how, how do we get the people that you can talk to openly? Because men remember our social responsibility in the family hierarchy. Nikwamba, you are the, the backstops with you. So most of us, we stay with these things paining us, but we 
develop the attitude of, I will seek help only when I'm overwhelmed because at the end of the day, I have to be the man. I have to be the man. So you take in a lot just because of your responsibility. Just like Caro, I'm a firstborn. So what happens is responsibilities as a firstborn, you are hurting, but then we were brought up to believe that men, big men don't cry. And you're like, I will, I will take it. By the time Unanza Kulia, the damage is totally done. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you go to somebody, we are not honest. You only say, and this is just natural. Most times when you talk to people, that's why I appreciate friends like Philemon, that I can go and mess up and whatnot. Philemon knows some stuff about me that nobody else and is a kwame you. Because you have somebody who confided, and you know. Itabaki within that, within the friendship. Mutumene, and, and you know, ex-uncle cannot be. Philemon will tell me when I was going through the world, I totally understand what you are going through. But at the end of the day, but on the support, that angle, you need that angle. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what you are telling me. At the end of the day, manonya kanyowa. Uyo ni wetu, mutam support. So nakubali na wewe wendu rafiki yangu, something went wrong but at the end of the day so somebody that can be open and free with you to tell you that just tell you straight up and I think we need to have such accountability partners I think we need to find people who have faults right it takes uh, one day my friend told a uh, some of you not on it. Uh, well, we were talking to, um, we were just talking about relationships. And uh, I don't know, Dr. Kamagi, if you can remember Brighton. Um, he was talking about this and that. And Tony said, Hey, how can you who don't know? He was, he, at that time, he wasn't married. I think he's married right now. He was like, mm-hmm. You don't know how to drive. How, you, how do you want to give instructions to people who, who are already driving? So sometimes, sometimes when we are making uh, friendships, especially as married people, when we are forging relationships outside of a marriage and stuff, it's good if we stick to married people, <laughs> people who can understand what you're going through. When you come and when you come and tell your your body, like you know what, I am ticked off. Doctor Kamagi, you are an organized person. With me, my closet is organized, but my desk space is disorganized, and I like it like that because I know where everything is. Now, when my wife comes and sees my disorganized desk, she starts rearranging stuff. I come there, I want to do work, because right now we are working from home and I'm looking for a file and it's not there. Oh, I came to, I came to arrange the desk and I'm pissed. Don't leave my desk alone. <laughs> now, that is a very small thing, but when I go talk to Kamagi, it sounds like the end of the world. I cannot believe she touched my desk and moved that file. Now, if you're talking to a single man, a single man will look at you like you're crazy, will tell you, man, I cannot stand women. But at least a married man will just tell you, you know what? Uh, you know, it's part of life and all this thing because, you know, we all go through that. So when we are forging these friendships out of our relation, our marriage and stuff, let's have, let us be partnered equally. If, uh, you're married, have married friends. Mm-hmm. That way, 
at least your your marriage has a chance of uh, of uh, lasting longer because you don't compare yourself with single men who are enjoying life. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that married people don't enjoy life. <laughs> there is too much joy in life in marriage. There is I joy. Love it. I tell you, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't know who want to give a few. Actually, everybody can give their last uh, thoughts. We don't want to make it two hours long like last time. Okay. Um, and uh, after that, we can just continue the discussions on our on our Facebook page. Okay. Remember, after this at uh, eight p.m., we are, we are having Mdundo Studio live at our Mdundo page. Sorry. Remember, Doctor Kamagi, we meet you yesterday. Oh, but I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get a notification. I don't know why. No, my Facebook page has been locked. So, uh, oh. yeah, I don't have a Facebook page now. My my Facebook account, personal account, but so we have a page we, now. How would we get into a Mudundo um, uh, now that it's just there? just find Mudundo Studio page and then oh, like the page and then you get yeah okay. you find us there at eight p.m. Kenyan time. Okay. As I speak my last words, I just want to encourage young people. For me, I love youth. Let me tell you, I love young people. I just want to encourage uh, young people, marriage is good and marriage is sweet. As for me, I miss my wife. I really miss my wife and my kids because I, that's where I find my joy. I tell you, I find my joy, I find my peace with my wife and my kids. And uh doesn't matter what people are saying about marriage. Oh, marriage is boring. Oh, there's too much of security. Like, utaweko tu hapo, fanya this. Unasema unajizu puppet. It's not a puppet thing. It's life, doing life together. And when you understand your wife, when you understand your family, out of a puppet thing, you just find it's love. love. And uh, for, for young people who want to get married, please do. And remember to find a mentor. People can mentor you well in Jia uh, Zamungu, Usisao Mungu. God, God in everything. Put God first in everything you do. And then you just find your marriage is working out well. Remember, I was a, a son of a pastor. So she sent me to all the credits for me and Lydia because we were young, dating together after in high school. No, Niliona because of my parents too, my parents, my dad, and my mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was raised with the best parents ever, loving each other, doing things together, praying for us, praying for the family. So when, when you get uh, that background of a uh, uh, Christian family, I tell you, everything just work out easy. And, and always, I have a, 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 a big bro, Phil and Frank, they always mentor me. I always call Phil, hey, Phil, I need your help. Frank, I need your help. And even Stephen Dennis, but find mentorship in marriage everything will work out for you amen i support marriage 100 percent better for what hakuna kukimbia ongeringo mera ongeringo and that kanyo to bed my more kaji morot tabu matis imanyongato kukonyo okula kula nguweche puru isa uo puru isa didala puru isa didala puru hey ima boro mera Final words. I forgot. I forgot, I forgot I, let, let me just ask a question to the panelists here. Um, um, 
Yes. Why did y'all get married? We like go let, me let me answer that. I would like to know why each of you got married. It was tricked into it. Uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, honestly, <laughs> most of us don't know why we go married. No, me, I know. Me, I know. Mm. Bro, Masai, you answer. Okay. Yeah, I've just everybody, given my everybody has their reasons. Masai, you tell yeah. us your reasons. It, it, it is so it's so complex for you to pinpoint one thing that I got married for this. So you just find yourself married. You know, let me say that. And honestly, you find yourself married. As for me, I didn't marry as a Christian. I married as an unbeliever. And when I got married, I didn't have uh, this grand agenda of getting married. We just loved one another and we said we should stay together. And that was all. <laughs> Wallace? Uh, on my side, what I can say is that it's something that I considered, you know. I mean, almost everyone else married before me. I mean, in my circle. So everybody was married and then I was doing my job and all that. And I just, Nikawana Kwamba, Mali Mefika, at least in a far Nipate Kama, Ivi, Nianze. I mean, like, Unataka ile generation in the lay. So, you know, Napenda Watoto. That's why. So siku siku taka kuzaza apa na pale. So sababu napenda watoto nika mwa sasa niwe na wangu. Actually, it's for my kids, watoto. Karo, what? Karo, 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 go ahead. Why not married on my final remarks? When Wallace gave his his answer, you were laughing, so you have something to say. Why? Final remarks, <laughs> uh -huh. and when... <laughs> no, but, but why, why did we get married? Me, I got why married. I got married. Yeah. Why, I why I got married? Yeah. Why I got married? <laughs> I yes. met Dennis. Nilimurumia sana. I don't marry this poor man, you know. <laughs> 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 this is married by Grace. <laughs> I hope he's listening. Like, I have to brighten his future, and I'm the woman to brighten his future. <laughs> and they do brighten his future. That's a good I'm the one. woman for him. <laughs> me, for me, Henry, I got married because I was in deep in love with my girlfriend. Lady Williams, I was deeply in love, and I, I say that I want to, I want to live with this lady. I want to make love. I want to stay with this lady. I want to feel that love. And I tell you, since then, up to the date, I still love my wife, eh? because I'm, I'm in a better marriage. The thing I wanted, kile order online, lilikuja Buddha. Say kuja order Jaribu kuoda kwa wish na ujue. I think next time I think next time we're having a, a discussions about relationship we don't include Ken. Ken and I Ken is rosying everything he's making it perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just talking your quality from my side. We we understand. 
and I'm, we're I also being serious you. about it. <laughs> yeah. Maggie, Thank why you. did you get married? Who, me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, let me while there's an assignment. Oh, I got married because I wanted three sex. Did you come either? So, no, no, I didn't say that. Come oh, on. Okay. What I could say, I mean, you could see that. You did not. You wanted to sire offsprings. You wanted yeah. to sire offsprings with one woman. Go ahead and multiply. Yeah, I was multiplying. Just being the name of God. Initially, initially, maybe we were married. There were so many things. I know I like being very, very honest with myself. At the time, because my Lisa took over, still about Charlie Virgin and I took an Virgin groom. I was still a Virgin groom. And you were walking around. <laughs> stop it, guys. Stop it. You're walking around. <laughs> You're like, you're sitting there, you're like, hey, what's... I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the very first one, one of the reasons Ilikuwa Huh? Uh, <laughs> your curiosity. I was like, "What is? What is? Nini koko? Nini koko ndani? Nini koko ndani? Hey, Abu Shkawa. Abu Shkawa. We are going. We are going to give our final remarks so we can finish our Facebook live. This one is just Zoom meeting. This was a. My final remark is: This was a good discussion, as you can see. Part of the reason why another aspect of it has to be off Facebook because it is a very sweet discussion. So thank you so much for for, for logging in, and it was my putting my putting shot my putting shot film on. Uh, <laughs> in what I'd say is that about marriage for better for worse thing Maybe opinion young is that everybody knows what they are going through and everybody and a hundred differently, and that's what Carlos said to Kianza. And that is one point in the talk and I quite discussion yet. The way you can at a cordial Lydia is different. The way you feel at a, the language is different. Yeah, but right. which is very good. Kwamba, what goes through our heads as men, I mean, which is very true. The moment I really feel so bad. So Musema, like Atamina is a bigger pass, but Nikambia Karo, Karo It means that Nataka just need help at that particular time. So what I'm just saying is that as Kama couples, let's learn. However little it is, in as a kwaki to kidogo sana. Then, then we just try and avoid that. Another thing in friends, choose friends. Mimi ni mwanamume. Mke wangu wakiwa na marafiki pengine, naiza kuwa nimekaa nika study, nikaona, nikasema, these are not the kind of friends minataka. Mm-hmm. And if I tell you, 
wacha umejua mi when i was nataka kuambia wakati nilianza mambo na kabla nilipoa watu nilikuwa fresh nilikuwa na lot of girlfriends yani marafiki very close and i was flirting na nafanya hizo vitu zote unaona but then wakati mko wangu alikuja hiyo ilikuwa ni shida all the time ilikuwa ni vita oh wewe uko na list of wanawake bla 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 then nikakuja nikasema yenyewe kitu inamkera so i had to start cutting off friends eh? nikawatoa because nilikuwa nataka tu yafurai but then nakuja nikisha make your sacrifice then i realize kwamba sasa mke wangu maybe yako na one two three friends ambao mimi najua vizuri ni bad advice wanakupea na nikwambie can you please cut off from this and then i feel like siwezi mmoja the moment umesema hiyo mimi nafika mahali nasema okay so shall it be because i'm a very peaceful man nasema ishi maisha yako the moment nakwambia ishi maisha yako umejua blocked you out sasa hapo ninakujaga ile mtu anaanza kusema siku hizi sipendwi mtu amebadilika the reason kamagi anabadilika could be a very simple thing no amedabla tu tutrashi yake akapata imetolewa mali aliweka mbona umemove tu tutrashi yangu no kesho anaiweka unaitoa tena wacha tu mali anataka ikae hapo so my parting shot ni kwamba to learn one another unaona tujue kwamba huyu mtu apendi hivi ni wachane na wengine wanapenda kila saa oh nakupenda nakumiso wanapenda hiyo language wengine wanapenda unapata mume wako mtu kama mimi nakwambia mimi ni yule mwanaume stone age mambo ya hiyo affection sina kabisa ile mambo ya hey, nakumisi juu ni mimi nikitikia na wewe kwa simu watoto wanaendeleaje umekula mimi am the kind of man mwenye nafeel kwamba i have to provide unaona mimi ni the kind of man mwenye nataka to provide na make sure you have everything that you need ukishaona i'm the kind that provides come on just sit back and appreciate bila na provide enjoy sababu kuna wanawake wengine the moment marriage yake i work na amechoka ni sababu mwanaume a provide sasa anasema nilikipata mwanaume kama yule mwenye ana provide nakwambia nitamfanyia everything so it means that wewe utakuona ni appreciate lakini kuna mwenye ana ni appreciate so the only thing hapa ni let's appreciate wale watu tuko nao unaona thank you thank you ndio anafanya wacha tu ni appreciate na yeye pia ani appreciate ukijua yule jamaa pendi mambo mingi nini nini ni mtu anaongea tu kidogo na memaliza Just take it at that level lakini kitu muhimu mimi nasemaga kwa maisha let's just make sure kwamba people are taken care of naona na ile weaknesses zetu zenye tuko nazo ndogo hapa na pale to learn to coexist nimemaliza teacher what I've learned from Wallace I'm just giving teacher Wala what I've learned from uh, Wallace let know each other tujuane mm. tuchajuana hakuna shida itakuwa asante sana Wallace My parting shot. Yep. My parting shot is this. When you go back to the Bible, remember when I started nilisema the Bible is our moral compass. Marriages are hard, the, we have to work. But sometimes your Bible inatusaidia because it's the bar for you know semi like for example nilipeana the the story of uh, Proverbs 31 woman. I'm not a proba- Proverbs 31 woman you know 31 woman but i i have that but, you know i aspire to be a, a proverbs 31st woman when you go back to um how marriage started in the garden of you know eden adam was already an accomplished man alikuwa na hand alikuwa anafanya hizi vitu zote si ndio akukua you know he was accomplished because you know mungu alimuumba na he was an accomplishment but adam was lonely alikuwa anahitaji um asap, you know a comforter someone to keep him company that's how the woman came in 
So for me, um, it goes back to what, you know, God is looking for, even in a man, you know. The Bible says, husbands, love your wives. Just like Christ loved the church. Do you know what mm -hmm. that kind of love is? Christ loved the church so much that he died for us, sinners. We are not perfect. Christ, Christ did not die for us because we were these perfect people. We are imperfect. Amen. Amen. And it goes back to the marriage. You, you two people, you two sinners are meeting. You're not perfect for each other. But what does God say? Let's love each other. Uh, mm -hmm. Just like Christ loved the church. And I think when you, a husband loves the wife, like Christ loved the church, submission itakuja, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So that is my parting shot. <clears throat> okay, is it me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'd want to begin uh, in Genesis, and I want to say Christian marriages are very sweet. Christian marriages are very good. And I'm inviting you, because we are a church here, uh, if you're a Muslim, any other, know that there is love. We need to marry because of love, number one. Stay in marriage because of love. Let us not objectify <clears throat> our marriages. You know, women say they're getting objectified and men, men also say they are objectified. We have a mistake in the community today where we objectify our marriages, which we should not. Our marriage is not about possessions and the things that we are. Our marriage is about what we aspire to do together and the resources come from within each one. As for the Proverb 31 woman, let me point out that this Proverb 30, 31st uh, woman, this uh, advice is not even given to a woman, it's given to a man. So this advice is for men and men should sit at the gate making very important decisions. It doesn't mean they're lazy around, but they do make important decisions and the wife is the helper. The only person in the Bible that is equated to the Holy Spirit is the woman. The woman is a helper, the Holy Spirit is a helper. We help one another build something beautiful. What I want to say is this, it is possible to make our marriages beautiful know the personality of each other. If you're looking for a mentor, let your mentor be a person that understands you. When you go to them, let them not fix their marriage on you or the ideas on you. Let them be people who can be able to understand you, help you from the point of your personalities and the point of your spirituality so that your marriage can work. Let us do this for better, for worse. Stay together for God is able to do it for us. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 <sighs> that is wonderful. And you feel? Oh, I need to give. I was the moderator. I don't give my final remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you don't give. Just, just tell us what to do now because I think uh, before, time is running out. Time ran out a long time ago, but uh, there is a uh, there is a statement that people usually say nowadays, I don't know who came up with it, that a woman's heart should be hidden in Christ, so deeply in Christ that a man should have to seek Christ first to find her. That's the only thing I will give Christian, unmarried Christian women. If you want to have a, a biblical a Christian marriage, 
put yourself don't be too spiritual you know but set your pro- priorities straight in Christ people have to come through Christ you have to uh, judge them I know Bible says a judge not and you shall not be judged but listen when it comes to matter of uh, uh, living with somebody for years judge them Okay, well, we're they're the right people. Take your time. Marry late. Okay, it's okay to marry late. Don't marry long. Okay, I mean wrong. <laughs> All right. So, and uh, also, it is not just the responsibility of a woman to be so deep in Christ. This marriage thing and we just throw it on women. And then us men... Mm-hmm. We just go around doing whatever and just put the blame on our women. She did wrong. She did this. I mean, um, I stayed. I, I stayed for nine years after my divorce, purposely. You know, I stayed for nine years after my divorce because I was like, I, I, I'm going to do it right if I have Amen. to. You know, Amen. You have to take your time, know yourself. Because sometimes we blame women. But the problem is that we don't know ourselves. Sometimes women blame men, but the thing is that they don't know. You have to know yourself. Take, know yeah, until uh, you know yourself and you love yourself, you won't be able to know the other person well or love the other person well. And uh, Carol, as Carol said, when we were talking about Ken and Cordio, this, uh, I, I'm not a PDA, you know, all this display of affection, I'm not so big into it. I'm, I mean, especially in public. So if you see somebody else doing that, don't force your wife or your husband to do it on uh, Facebook, Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's, that, may be, that may not be their style, okay? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. As I finish now, I'm taking over from Phil. As I always do, as MC Ken, you know. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. I, I just find it natural yeah, to me doing this. Masai, you understand that? Eh? You know this. Yeah, eh? I know. Yeah, I just find it any natural for, to me doing this. Thank you so much for joining, and uh, to our Facebook friends, I just want to say thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Without you people, we can't do it alone. We just have to do with you people, and we have you guys. We have to do with you. Eh? It's a partnership thing. Eh? I just want to say thank you to Wallace, Masai, Henry, and Phil, and Carol. Thank you so much. And for me, Ken, thank you so much. It was amazing. Let's do it again next time. Phil, you're an amazing person. Do it again. We do it again and again and again. And we encourage people. Through this, a lot of people are changing their life. Eh? In our impact life, eh? No, I want to do this. I want to, eh? I want to get married. But we are praying for them. No, 2021 to be one of the best year uh, for married people in the name of Jesus. As you finish, uh, just give it to Pastor Masai. Just pray for us. And then let's meet at 8 p.m. Dundo Studio from New York City to Kenya. <laughs> Shall we pray? 
Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you, God. We pray that you may teach every father to know how to mother and every, uh, every mother to know how to father. Lord Jesus, for we are helpers of one another. Marriage needs a lot of grace. Father, we are praying for every marriage out there that is struggling one way or the other, that Lord Jesus, your grace may be sufficient upon them, O oh God. We are praying, O oh God, for those ones who aspire to get married, O oh God, that you may illuminate them with your Holy Spirit and with your guidance, O oh Father, that they may be able to marry right. Father, we pray that you may raise fathers in the community who will be able to help young marriages that are struggling to stand, O oh God. This is an institution that you have set. And we pray, King of glory, the Lord Jesus, it shall flourish in the name of Jesus Christ. For each one of us here who has discussed, oh Father, we pray, Father, that you may be able to take them to another level of their marriage. Oh God, may you provide for them, protect them, oh God, and Lord Jesus, may you set them up. I muted. I think we lost Masai. I think, uh, yeah, that was a powerful prayer. And, uh, yeah. Thank you, Lord, that you may give us a wonderful week as we started. Uh, bless us, bless our families, and bless, bless our marriages. In your most holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. God bless.